Step into your favourite story. Bella, where the hell have you been, Luca? This time, you're the main character. Don't worry about it. Everything's going to be fine. A ghost hunter, a villain, or even... You're a wizard, Harry. All you need to do is insert your name here. You're listening to Insert Your Name Here. My name is Amelia. And my name's Nina. We are just two screenwriters taking fan fiction seriously. We are in the third chapter. Yeah. I guess. Third and final act as well. Of this story. Yeah. Which is Red Ring, written by Venopsis. It is available on Wattpad. We'll mm-hmm. have the links below if you want to have a bit of a read. There's a bit of saucy stuff on here. And there is an extended version, which yeah. we haven't had time for. I'm going to try and read in my spare time. What spare time? I don't know. <laughs> Previously in the story, we speak about how the main character, it is an insert your name here story, has found out that they not only have one but two soulmates due to two red rings on her finger. We have found out who our soulmates are. They are Fred and George Weasley. We have soul bonded with them. We've done the nasty with them. We're officially their girlfriend. And recently we have been to Bill and Flo's wedding where we have talked about the idea of marriage. Now, alongside this story, we are part of the Golden Trio, so we're that year level, so we're really good friends with Ron, Hermione and Harry. We are up to that bit, however, where Death Eaters have come to destroy the wedding and the Golden Trio, including yourself now, have gone hunting for Horcruxes. But this does mean that you have separated for the first time from Fred and George Weasley and they are worried sick about you. And this is a bit interesting because we haven't split up from them before. So let's just jump straight into it because we have a lot of content to go to. Nine months. We've been haunting. <laughs> Nine months. We've Nine been months. Haunting. That is pregnancy time. Well, when I first read this chapter, yeah. I was like, oh, God, we're pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, oh, wait, no, we're hunting for horcruxes. Nine months you've been hunting for horcruxes. Wait. What if you got pregnant? How would you know which twin it was from? I honestly think if we're this chill, we wouldn't care. Okay, probably, yeah. It wouldn't matter, would it? Well, I mean, um, same-sex relationships, I guess, do the mix about. Yeah. And they don't know yeah, that's true. who it is. Hmm. And, I mean, if they're brothers, at least they're coming from the same DNA yeah. and you're not, like, genetically yeah, true. going off a different direction. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, weird train of thought, but. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. I can see why you're concerned about it. Nine months, you've been running for Aaron for Horcruxes. You're finally back at Hogwarts. You're in the vicinity. All you can think about is Fred and George. You feel uneasy about their reactions because of your choice to leave. You see Fred and George for the first time in what feels like forever. They are wearing checkered jackets with cream turtles. <laughs> their hair's a little bit longer. It's a little bit shaggier. I think we're showing maturity. Yeah. Peak fashion. Peak fashion. It's giving very Harry Styles um, yeah. adore you era. Mm. I love it. It's so formal for them. <laughs> it's like the illusion of them being yeah. perfect every time you see yeah. them. And it's like rose-colored glasses. I mean, they probably are delightful to wear. We haven't heard anything but the entire time. It's an emotional reunion, but it is interrupted as Harry has a massive showdown with Snape that we have to get to. Yeah. In the main hall in which Harry wins. I'm surprised that they didn't, like, crack it. With her. They're like, I get it because it's pretty much when they meet up again, they're like, oh, my God, no, it's so fun. We just missed you so much, Mm. et cetera, et cetera. Mm. But I feel like if that happened to me, Mm. I'd be like, look, I'm so happy to see you. Mm. 
but what the fuck? Yeah. Why did you do that? Yeah. And also, like, I was so worried about you. And I think they do say, like, oh, we were really worried. There was a few letters exchanged as well. Yeah, that's true. But still, I feel like even in person, even if you have been having little letters sent here and there, there should be a slight backlash, in my opinion. Yeah. We got off pretty much scot-free. And I would just like to say we are a very chill girlfriend. Yes. We do not argue about the pranks. No. We do not argue about them getting in trouble, ever. We don't care about much. <laughs> We're very relaxed. So it's the, it's the moment where Snape goes, everyone mm. cheers, mm. and then Voldemort's like, if you give me Harry Potter, mm. no one will be harmed. Yeah. No one listens. And the Battle of Hogwarts begins. Before the absolute chaos of it all, Mm. You steal Fred and George away and you tell them you can't fathom the idea of losing either of them, even though you've just got missing for nine months. Yeah. They promise you they stay safe. Yep. Good energy. I love that. We love a goal. <laughs> but they also propose to you. Dun, 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 and you say yes before you part ways. But then it goes like that. Together. Funeral and wedding. I thought this was really important because this is like the calm before the storm, right? Mm. This is like the only peaceful moment that yeah. we're going to get before everything changes. And even then, it is a relatively peaceful moment, but shit is going down yeah. in the background. <laughs> like, yeah. There is also a little point after the whole romantic, like, we'll, we'll stay safe, we're all going to get married, I'll see you later kind of thing, where mm. you, we, we walk away. Mm. And the two of them have a little kind of exchange where they're like, yeah, they kind of know that one of them might not make it and it's yeah. kind of like you know what to do if yeah. I don't make it, vice versa. Mm-hmm. In a way, it's like they've kind of planned for it, which made me really sad because obviously yeah. I kind of know what happens potentially. Well, I do now. But, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, it just made me sad. Mm. As, as Like the, the fact that they had to think about that in the first place. Yeah. It's just a bit sad. During the battle, you were an angel of protection, looking out for everyone to make sure they're safe. You spot Lavender Brown, who's kneeling, crying, saying goodbye to a soulmate who has just passed away in battle. He is ethereal, and it is now known to you that when your soulmate dies, you get one last chance to say goodbye to them. These relationships are constantly doomed to fail, hey? Yeah. Maybe it's as symbolise the death of their youth because they're fighting so young. Yeah. I mean, yeah, these are teenagers in an all-out, like, magical battle. I mean, we're not going to get two real worlds here. We're talking Battle of Hogwarts and Battle of Hogwarts only. I would not know what to do. Like, the Slytherin kids got locked in the basement and they didn't have to do shit for the Battle of Hogwarts. Yeah, that's right. The courage, I don't know how I'm in Gryffindor. Yeah. We've previously spoken that. Mm. We're going to do the Pottermore quiz. Yes, we are. We are going to do it, so keep an eye on that. Yeah. Insert your name here, podcast. Yeah. You continue to fight Death Eaters, God knows for how long. It, it does go on for a while. You hear that voice again from Voldemort. He's telling everyone, okay, treat your wounded. Too much magical blood has been spilled kind of thing. So then you feel this excruciating pain. It feels like you were literally dying inside. A blue light shines on one of your little bands on your small finger and it disappears. And this is when you know that Fred is dead. Mm-hmm. He has died. He's gone. Um, Fred, in his ethereal form, pops up and, yeah, confirms it for you, really. 
Yeah, and they say goodbye. Yeah. Do we have a chance to there's say goodbye? A little, there's a little moment there. That's very sad. Fred dead. <laughs> I mean, would you rather, like, not to get too morbid, someone dies. Would you rather have, like, that last five seconds with them? Yeah. Just to say goodbye. Well, imagine if they weren't, like, with you and you want to say goodbye to them. I mean, fair enough. I yeah. can't disrespect that. Because I don't know. I don't think she was near Fred. I think he kind of just pops up. You and Fred have an overwhelmingly sad goodbye while he's ethereal. Do you think mourning of a relationship in a media context, mm. like fantasy narrative, that sort of stuff, makes the relationship more appealing? Like you're romanticizing the idea of like what could have been. Like yeah. you're not ruining it with the reality. Yeah. Like the same thing in Titanic, like yeah. Jack and Rose on the raft. Like, yeah. oh, my God, it's so sad. It, what could have been between the two yeah. of them? Because in reality, they might have gotten off the boat and never spoken to each other again. Yeah. Or they might have gotten off the boat together, alive, <laughs> and could have had a very nice life. I think it's, yeah, it's the possibilities, which I think is probably one of the saddest parts about mm. it. Yeah. And I think, again, they're so young. Like, yeah. And I guess what any mm. reboot has told us, unlike The Cursed Child, for example, no offense yeah. to anyone who really likes it, I don't think a lot of people were on board with it purely because it ruined the fantasy of what could have been yeah. after Hogwarts yeah. because I think some of those characters were painted in a bad light, the ones mm. that we fell in love with growing up. Yeah. So you and your life with Fred, our lives, has essentially been taken away. Yeah. You notice all the wounded around you. It's not great. Remember, we have been embattled for yeah, a very long time. It's messy. You have a moment with George mourning the third of your relationship. Yeah. You have to remember you've literally, like, we've we've lost a part of ourselves here. It's sad. You all go back to the main location of the wreckage following Neville. Voldemort has brought Harry Potter back and he appears to be dead. However, us as a collective know otherwise. Harry bursts back to life. Chaos ensues. The battle has finally begun for the, the last one. The, the last final battle, battle <laughs> has finally begun. A Death Eater comes after George. You save his life. You've almost lost another one. You realise it's Yaxley, the man who killed your father. This came out of nowhere. I. This is the first time. We don't know who Yaxley no. is. We know he's a Death Eater now. Yeah. But we didn't. No. We, know, we knew that the father died yeah. through Voldemort and Death Eaters, that kind of thing. But there was never a name. Yeah. And now there is. And I was like, I don't know who the hell Yaxley is, mm. but we're going to fight him because he killed Papa. Do you think wizards have good psychological health care? I hope so. I, I think really they, need, they it. need it with all the shit they're going yeah. through. I mean, last story we spoke about the idea of like the weird stuff that goes on in yeah. the infirmary. Like yeah. you must be so traumatized mm. by the stuff at school. Or would your brain be psychologically like used to it yeah would you be inclined in a way, desensitized slightly because obviously but do you think if then they were in the muggle world like if you were magic you grew up around magic mm. you went in the muggle world mm. the like the real world would break you as a person because it's so different maybe in the yeah i guess it'd be a struggle world. imagine how much easier our lives would be if we could use magic yeah because i don't have technology yeah like imagine having magic having like the ability to do a bunch of really cool stuff, a mm. bunch of very helpful things, and then losing that and being like, oh, my God, I have to do everything for myself. I can't yeah. fly on a broom anymore. I can't make my pots wash themselves. Like, I don't know. I, I feel like I would be so lazy if I was a wizard, which 
We have the upper hand here as muggles. I don't know about you. I'm not lying to you when I say I'm a muggle, but this is, I feel superior right now. Why? Because we do a lot. Because we do a lot. Physically. Yeah. Like. <laughs> we are mentally stronger than the other people. <laughs> so we battle it out with Yaxley. We look like an absolute badass doing it, by mm-hmm. the way. But then he comes with George. Then a green light goes shooting his way. You're terrified. You're like, oh, my God, I'm losing the, the other one. <laughs> I only have one left. <laughs> oh, my God. But then Fred's love saves the day. With the protection of his love for you and his brother, obviously, through the earring that you gifted him for Christmas. It's similar to when Harry's mother died. Yeah. And then her love protected yeah. him from Voldemort. Yeah. He's like, love is in the earring. Mm. And that's basically where it ends just the knowledge yeah. that, like, Fred will always be with them. Like, yeah. I don't think we we'll got too far into the epilogue. No. Per se, but. I think it is noted that they go on and live a very happy life together with a child called Fred. But, like, the child goes to school with the earring. So it's like Fred will always protect him and they make a really big deal about, like, how Fred's still his dad. Mm. But also, hey, son, your dad, your uncle, his Mm. name was Fred. But I used to bang him. (laughs) your dad i don't think you <laughs> would be telling him that you. part i don't think he would know that part i don't think he would, would know he would know one day what did we think about this i because we're finished now we're finished it's abruptly finished but we're yeah. finished yeah i will say i thoroughly enjoyed it mm-hmm. as much as like i did struggle to get through some of the smutty stuff mm-hmm. mainly because i was just slightly overwhelmed mm-hmm. The romance, it wasn't like it was a nice amount. Yeah. And especially the way characters developed. Yeah. Had they stayed in the same realm of her being like obviously very dependent and in a way like couldn't really exist mm. very well without them, mm. her proving herself and running off and fi- like finding the Horcruxes and stuff helped her develop a bit more. Mm. And clearly like in the very end as well, she's – She's not having much to do with, do with them really during the fight. She's mm-hmm. very much there to fight for herself, obviously along with them, but yeah. she's, you know, they're coexisting in a healthy way, <laughs> which is nice. I think, though, I would have liked a little bit more conflict, yeah. more so in regards to their relationship because, yes, it is a three-person dynamic. Yeah. I feel like that isn't a very easy thing to navigate through. No. Um, And I feel like more conflict could have just come from that in general. Yeah. I would have really liked to see that. I was reading this book. I don't know it. I don't know. I read. I know the book. I read it. Mm. But I can't remember the author. But it said all relationships are interpersonal relationships. So every problem we have in life is mm. because someone else exists. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So imagine going with a one-way, mm. pe- like two yeah. Who? Yeah. And I understand that the writer, this the Voldemort political story was very beeline and we were in the main sort of arena mm. to keep up with the Weasley twins and we were the same age as Harry and the rest yeah. of them. And I think, again, it's that trope of like my best friend's older brother. Mm. But – and it was a shorter story. Mm. But, like, 
I felt no stress. Like the boys weren't going anywhere for me. I felt quite safe. Maybe yeah. that was the writer's mission though. Yeah, for sure. I think that's the thing. I That's what I liked. It was very, it was very secure. Yes. There was no, aside from that one point where, I don't know, at this point they weren't overly together. No. Where they're not really talking to her over Christmas and she's mm. a bit like, oh my God, what's, what, what's going on? I mean, if you're having like a, maybe a shit time mm. or maybe you just want some comfort. Yeah. And these boys have it for you. I mean, like yeah. it's. It's no different, honestly, correct me if I'm wrong, if me chucking a Harry Styles album on in the car mm. to feel like a bit warm or like a Taylor yeah. Swift album or just something to be like, yeah, just have a bit of a boogie, mm. a bit of a comfort with myself. Yeah. It's me time and it's me time only. That's what I see the reflection yeah. of this is. It's not, yeah. I wouldn't say it's creepy. I yeah, mean, no. the twin thing is a bit of a struggle with time to time, but I think it's a safe yeah. space. I think touching on that, it is very like kind of warm and fuzzy. And I think the writer did a really good job with the way they wrote the romance mm. and the way the main characters treated mm-hmm. or the way we are treated. Mm-hmm. There like wasn't anything that made me super cringe yes. or anything like that. And I feel it's almost like it was a very soft, like nice romance. It was, yeah, yeah it was just pleasant, which is nice because sometimes some romance is really hard to read because it's either really full on or insanely cringy yeah and this was like a very good balance of everything mm-hmm. yeah yeah so thank you Vinopsis. yeah we enjoyed Thanks. it again if any of it has enticed you and you want to go further down the track with the extended story show notes they're in yeah. the show notes yeah if you have anything you want to say about this fanfic maybe something we've said has hit a bit hard yeah i mean we got did get very deep and emotional mm-hmm. during this fanfic yeah. let us know what you think and also just the little things, like, did you look to Harry Potter for comfort? Do you look to fanfics for comfort? Yeah. I'm interested to see what people say because, honestly, at the end of the day, we all have our little safe spaces mm. and fanfics can definitely be one. Tell us what you think. We will be doing a new fanfic next week, yes. however, and it is unlike the two we've done before. Yes. So different. Quite different. Genre-wise, it's a bit darker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not – romance and it's not i don't want to say kitty but it's not like there is romance it's not smart <laughs> essentially yeah it's, it's yeah no nah, it's not smart it's just there is definitely romance in there there's characters yeah. that haven't really been explored very much that we get to kind of yeah, yeah and the basis at. of good and bad is still the same like there's still voldemort and there's still like harry's team yeah but it's very original in terms of the concept. We're yeah. not following the books here, unlike these two. Yeah. Which is a nice change up. So we've got a bit of a teaser for you here. Thank you so much for listening as always. We hope you enjoy. Thanks. See you next time. Bye. Bye. In the next chapter of Insert Your Name Here, Alice gets ready for this bougie Christmas dinner. Yeah. Only to discover he who shall not be named is yeah. there. Voldy's sitting there at the table just like, hey, what? How are you? What up? I would cry. Cry? You'd go for the cry? I would 100% just start crying. I think I'd be too nervous to cry. I would nervous cry. (laughs)